Mrs. Sharon brings an interesting Chazal. Where are we are holding in the Parag Aleph, and depending on the print you have, it's the paragraph which starts with Inyan Avnei Amalkam, and we're about six times in. And he brings so Adam Rishon, as we know, was created after everything else in the Bria. So Hashem took him on a trip. Not like Echzira, Al-Kali, not in Gan Eden. He took Adam and he showed him, carried him, walked him around all the trees of Gan Eden. And he says to Adam, Notice how perfect my handiwork is. Everything I created in the world I created for you. And therefore, make sure you don't takalkel, you don't do something wrong, you don't destroy, like do an aver of some sort, and you're going to destroy the world. Okay, so what's Chazal say? He explained the Pasuk, word by word. When the Pasuk says, Look at the handiwork of Hashem. The, the Midrash is telling us it's Hashem talking. And it's Hashem talking to Adam and saying, Look, notice, pay attention to what Hashem created. Why? Who's able to correct what he has destroyed? And as if you're going to do something to destroy the world, you won't be able to fix it up again. And therefore, like the Midrash says, make sure that you don't. Do anything to destroy the world. Now, if that's the case, if that's the case, we understand the Midrash, but there's one extra line in the Midrash. And that is, Hashem told Adam, look at the world I created, make sure you don't ruin it. But there's one more line in the Midrash. Everything I created, I created for you. That's an extra line. Hashem shows Adam in the world, and He says to Adam, this whole world is created for you. Notice, pay attention to how beautiful the world is, and therefore make sure not to destroy it. Now, here we see a new angle. Here we see a new angle of understanding the person's ability to destroy things by doing something wrong. Not himself, not his neshama, but the new Yisrael over here. Not to destroy the world. And why would what a person does wrong destroy the world? <coughs> so on that, that's the extra line of explanation. Because everything was created, everything in the world was created for the Adam. And therefore, if Adam doesn't deserve it, the world is no purpose. Why is the Mishnah bringing us over here? So we saw previously, he's talking about the level of Kedusha. And the level of Kedusha means, the level of Kedusha means 
that a person isn't just, so to speak, perfecting himself. A person is being makadish the whole world with him. And that's what here brings us to Naimah Chazal. And that is that the, the, the world is totally on the person. And if a person does what he's meant to do, so he made it, it's makayim the whole world. And if a person doesn't do that, so then it destroys the whole world. That's the question of a Kaddish. And we saw previously that the whole world is studying the person and it's all there to serve the person who's not who's doing Rasanasha. The Maisa. We see before that the very the Aram did destroy the world. When we talk about the nature of the world before before the Avera, and the nature of the world after the Avera, is a different world. What destroyed the, 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 the bracha in the world, destroyed the, the beauty of the world which there was before the Chait, was the Chait of Adam. The same thing we find on the much lower level by the Khurban. The same idea. The Gemara says in Saiti that after the Khurban, Nital Shubana Paris, Nital Tama Paris, and Ain Lachayam Shah, Ain Kudas Marub Mechavere, the Chatzayim have destroyed. The, the world has been created as well. It's all about Tanya. Do we see it today also, the places where there's... Yes. Chazal say that, uh, that on the Pasuk, that Shimon will your enemies around you, that's the insects and the fruit. That Kinirada was that that was a certain Oynish. That fruit became infested, it's because uh, of enemies. And it was part of the Oynish. Right. Look at one more unbelievable idea on this. The Gemara has a discussion. What was the Eitz Adas? The Torah doesn't tell us. But the Gemara has a discussion. And uh, there are three opinions in the Gemara. One opinion is the fig tree. The one opinion is the grapevine. And one opinion is wheat. Now the question obviously is, I can understand why you might think it's a fig tree. Or grapevine. Because they're trees. But wheat isn't a tree. Mm-hmm. Why would that be called that to dust? Why would that be called that to dust? It's not a tree. It's a grain. So I saw an unbelievable shot as far as I remember it was in Ritzadok. I don't know exactly what I think it was in Ritzadok somewhere. This is an unbelievable thing. He says, just like Adam Arishan got minimized as a result of his height. From being a hundred amish tall, he was brought down to four or three. And just like the snake, from being something which stood on two legs, like a person was minimized to crawling on the ground, the tree got minimized too. Originally the wheat was a tree. And because of the chait of the it became a plant. It lost the status as a tree. Unbelievable thing. And if you think about it, originally the chitah was, was a tree. And because of the chayt, it also got minimized. It became a, it became a, 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 a grain or a grass as opposed to a tree. That's part of what happened to it. Who on the tree? Original the tree. And it got minimized like everything else which is involved in the chayt. And it's a beautiful eye. The Gemara says, L'asid lava, going back to the vine hay, L'asid lava, the trees of Eretz Yisrael will be moitzi gluskois. The trees of Eretz Yisrael will be moitzi gluskois, which means the trees of Eretz Yisrael will produce, gluskois means pastries. Or cakes. Which trees producing pastries or cakes? And what? That comes from flour, it comes from wheat. So instead of being just raw wheat kernels, it will produce the finished product. It will produce cakes. But it's talking about the trees of Eretz Israel. 
So can the red the wheat will be going back to being a tree. It says the loss of love, all the things that will destroy. Oh, the And that is that wheat will go back to being a tree. And therefore, be that, that tree will be might see the finished product of the wheat. So this goes to be minus. Why well, I bring it here, not to explain it to that, but to show what the what the what Chazal is saying. That if you makalko yourself, you makalko the bread. If at the same time you're doing a chait which will bring you down, you'll bring the bread down as well. And therefore, just like other Rishim got minimized through the chait, the tree got minimized too. Okay, so now we've seen three different levels of which the Mesir Shem is analyzed, so to speak, in why in a chayvasa The level of a tzadik, the level of a chasid, the level of a kaddish, we spoke about each one of them, and I was going to sum up. Is this supposed to be like... Kaddish was much more like to the world. See the... That's a... Yes, just one person, but even without that. Even today, Rishul Sandi used to say that the fact that one more Jew than Sarah in Vilna will prevent people from Mechal Shabbos in Paris. Now, we're talking about the world's not to but the effect of a Kaddish, the effect of somebody who has the influence they have on the world, can affect the world. Maybe we don't say this dramatically because it's true, it's not one person only who's a various or his missus are going to be noticeable what they do, but we understand that the effect is still there. Kaddish al So now the Messiah is going to sum up all the three levels again. The main point which comes out of all these three things, and that is a person's situation in this world wasn't the reason he was created for. A person was created really for his A person's situation in this world is just the means to bring him to where he's going to be on the Mabba. This world is the place or the time to prepare, and the next world is the time to enjoy what's being prepared. This world is just like a prosdor, it's an ante room, it's a hallway to get to there are all many, many uh, different Ma'amari Chazal. Many different Ma'amari Chazal, all on the same theme, all on the same principle. And that is, this world is a temporary <coughs> anterim. This is bias, something which is well known. This is bias, something which is a foundation. Fundamental principle, which the system says, but it's something which is well known. Who discovered this? Who discovered that this world is meant by definition to be temporary, and it's only a, a step to lead to something more than that? Who discovered it? Yes, who discovered it? Adam Rishon knew it. But for sure, the world after Adam forgot about it. And the answer is Abraham Avinu. Forgot about what? Adam. That this world is temporary. It's a stage which is meant to bring to Adam Abba. Why? Because the side is that uh, if a person sees Adam Hazeh as his primary or maybe only lifetime, then of course make the most of this world. But the basis that a person is willing to work towards something better and greater, and so, so to speak, forego his opportunities to have pleasure or enjoy this world 
because he's relying on something greater as a result, is the inside of Imuna. Is the inside of Imuna that is Malam Abba. So we know that. We know it from the Navi, we know it from the Torah. But Ba'atsa, this is obviously had to be part of the Imuna of Abraham Avinu. Right? If Abraham Avinu was willing to, so to speak, follow Hashem, even if it took self sacrifice, that's because it's based on understanding that there's a future. Now, where do we see Avram saw that? How did Avram come to this realization? It's a Chazal which is well known, but you see the depth in it, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Chazal say, Mashal to a person who's walking in the forest. And Ra Bira Dalekis. He saw a Bira as a house, which was Dalekis, which was lit up. And if we'll see in a moment. And he said, it's actually the Bira without someone inside it. Right, if the beer is lit up, there must be someone here. Now, in other words, if a person wanders in the forest and he finds a ruin, he finds an empty house, it doesn't mean anything. It means once upon a time there was someone here, it doesn't mean someone's here right now. But if you see the house is lit up, it means someone's here now. They put the lights on. Right? Same thing the Chazal say, Adam was holech ba'ilam, He saw this world as a beer which is lit up, delekes. What does it mean? What did Abraham see in the world? And Bechlal, what does Dalekis mean? What does the Bira Dalekis What does Dalekis mean? So if you look in Tanakh, you'll find three different meanings of the word Dalekis. The one is, like you said, on fire. Right? Uh, some which is, like we saw in Babakama, some which is Dalekis, some which is burning. Maybe the fast is a Right, in other cases also. That a dleka is a fire. Right? A part of dleka is a fire broke out, something burning. The second meaning of the lekas, the second meaning of the lekas is lit up. The hadlik neris. It doesn't mean to burn, it means to light. And the third meaning of the lekas, or to be dalek in the Torah, is to run after. They chased us, they raised us. Why did you run after me? Three different meanings for the same word. So when it says Abraham of Venus saw a beard, they like us. What did he see? And the answer is he saw all three. He saw all three. Now before I try and explain the words of Chazal, let's understand what the Chiddush of Abraham of Venus was. And it's an unbelievable, unbelievable point. Abraham had already recognized that Hashem was the Bairi. There has to be a Bairi in the world. There has to be a creator. Abraham's already now at the first step. There has to be a creator. Now the second step of Abraham being the spiritual journey was now that there's a creator, Abraham looks at something else. That's an amazing thing, and that is everything in the world gets destroyed. Nothing lasts forever. Trees die, animals die, people die. Every living thing dies. Everything is burning. In other words, it's in a process of being destroyed. And now here comes the question. We're talking about a Bayre who can build what he wants. Why would Hashem build a world where everything gets destroyed? Just like inanimate things last forever. So why can't Hashem build a world where living things last forever too? And once again, we're talking about an initial world, an initial world which Hashem could make the way he wants. 
So why is the world a system in which everything is dalek? Everything is burning. Everything is getting destroyed. And the maskana Abraham Avila came to is, it's because the world wasn't created for to stay here. If that's the case, create people to live forever. If Hashem is creating a world, and is creating a world which everything gets destroyed in, it means this isn't the final point. It means it's for here for something else. And therefore, this is only being created as a stage, which then goes somewhere else. Which means, and that's what's happening of the letters. It's running somewhere else. It's true. Things are in the process of destruction. Things run their course and die, or disappear, or get worn out, or get eaten, or whatever it's going to be, depending on what you're talking about. But that's because it's daily. That's because it's going somewhere else. This isn't the final point. If this would be the final stage, there would be no reason for the Creator not to make it last. And if it's created in the sense that it doesn't last, its answer is because it's a step towards something else. Why should the Creator create something which doesn't exist? Until the Chet of Adam Rishon, Adam would have gone in his lifetime to that next stage. He wasn't meant to remain here. Mm-hmm. After Chet of Adam, there has to be a two-step process. But it was never meant to be that this world was a massive pain. You're saying is, things could be for the next world even if they don't get destroyed. I'm asking with you. I'm saying the other way around. I'm saying if you see things do get destroyed, it must be because this isn't the final point for them. In other words, the world of Rome saw, and in the world he saw, which is also the same world we're living in today, that things get destroyed. So it must be that this isn't the final point. There will be no point creating things just to get destroyed, if that was the end of them. If that was the final point. If the person thing lives and dies, and that's the end of it. What is the point of creating it? The body could create it to last. To last. You know, it's not like today that anything you buy is made to break after six months, not to guarantee expires, you have to buy another one. If, you, if you're making things properly, you can make them last. That's right? the same thing. If Hashem is making things in this world and there's a reason for them to be here, he can make them last. And if he's not, and if he's not, then it must be because this is a step towards something else. Now, again, of course death is a punishment. I'm not saying that, we're not proving that because things don't last, that that's why there's, an, there's a next world and if things would last, there wouldn't be. We're saying it the other way around. In the Metsias, where things get destroyed, it must be this isn't the final point for them. There would be no point the burial creating things which don't last. The punishment just is that there has to be a second step to get to that next stage. But it can't be this is the final stage. And therefore, in the fact that Abraham saw Abira Delekis, he saw a world which is in the process of self-destruction, he saw it has to be that this is a world going to somewhere else. There has to be a, 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 a further step, because otherwise, what's the point of creating something which isn't going to last? Number one. And number two, the next point is, if that's the case, it's a bureau delekis. Which means, the last meaning of the word delekis is something which is lit up. Which means that what a person can, just like the nature of fire in this world, is that fire on the one hand consumes things, it provides light. And the two go together. Right? In order to provide that, something needs to be, it has to come through combustion. It has to be something being destroyed to provide that. But the Maisa, the result of whatever, whatever the fire is eating, is that it does provide that light. And Abraham saw the third step. And that is, if that's the case, every second of light, which is that in a person's time being destroyed, you can use it to produce something. You can use it to get it to produce the oil. It can be, instead of just being at something which is being self-destructive, Someone which is in the process of destroying itself, but someone which can produce something greater. Instead of killing time, instead of killing time it's, it's, it's developing or with it. And that's the third meaning of the letters. And therefore, Abram's worldview, right? From the fact that things are limited, 
means this isn't final. And if it's not final, it means another stage. And if that's, not, if that's the case, then the process of getting to that next stage is the process of creating something to get there. Which means the delicus of fire becomes the delicus of light. And that's because it's delicus, it's running. It's, it's getting somewhere. The morale says that the word for the world is Eretz, and the word for the heaven is Shemayim. And the famous, the famous morale. The morale says the word Eretz comes from the Ratz. Ratz means to run. The, world, the point of the world is something which is running. Where? Running somewhere. Shom. Shom. Where? Shemayim. That's the plural of the Shom. That's where he's running towards. That's what you say. A person wasn't never for here. A person was never as part of a process to get there. Now, the, the Mitzvah is going to try and make this point more clear to us. No one is a Baal could really believe that this is the final point here in this world because he goes through Abraham's argument. How much, how much already is a person's life in this world? Who enjoys this world? They can say, this is Mamish perfection. It doesn't happen. Imagine the son of a person, 70 years or 80 years, most of them is difficulty, most of them is sadness. Many things which can make a person happy, sicknesses, pain, things which disturb them. So the time a person spends in this world isn't absolute bliss, isn't Canadian. And after that a person dies as well. One in a thousand will find that this matter in this world was perfection, was mamish perfect and not. The gamhu, even a person who had the absolutely ideal experience, this world was a utopia for him, and he gets to 100 years old, far over bottom and oida. Then that's it. He's, he's, after that he's dead. And if that's the case, it can't be that this Akadish Baruch Hu creates a person for a situation which is so bad. And we're going to finish at this point. This is a story we started at the beginning. The Torah Hashem wants for a person is something unlimited. The thing is something unlimited. If you understood, the reason Hashem creates a person is to be good to him. And what's this tremendous good Hashem is going to do for a person? Now, to stick him in this world where he doesn't find us, he needs to pay back his mashkanta and he has problems with his neighbors and uh, whatever else, and he gets sick and he dies in the end. Like, that's the great Torah Hashem is doing for somebody. Right? It's like minimizing tremendously Hashem's potential, Hashem's ability to help a person. And therefore, if the starting point is the person's created to Hashem to do good to, right? no one's going to really think that you have to idealize, imagine, fantasize what absolute good would be. Utopia. Utopia would be, right? Think of uh, living in a two-room dinner with whatever it is, but you've got mold every winter. Or whatever it's going to be. Right? Elowat. Elowat. You have one or two options. Either the Hashem doesn't provide the utopia, or the utopia is not here. Either Hashem is not providing it, or I can't be here. And therefore, we're not minimizing Hashem. So, if that's the case, the value of the matzah of a person in this world isn't the final point. HaKadosh Baruch can do better than that. And if that's the case, it must be that this isn't the Hanoah Hashem wanted for a person. And if that's the case, it has to be that there's something else, which is the real Hanoah. Right. So, that's what we saw tonight.